Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. I'm excited this morning. We're going to be sitting down with the Paranormal Gridler, a team of Carrie and Dave Rupert, and we're going to be discussing Bigfoot and cooking and lots of other things. Uh, we'll do that after we return. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community County Services for local family-based mental health. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. This is going to be a fascinating morning. Uh, We have the Paranormal Gridler here live in studio with me. That's a team of Dave and Carrie Rupert. Welcome to Contact. Hey, thanks for having us. Yes, thank you, Michael. We're we're happy to be here. It's great that you're here. (laughs) And Uh, Thank you for making time for us. I want to get started with this first, like, Paranormal Gridler. If you can tell us what it's all about and how it got started. Either one of you. Well, sure. Uh, uh, We'll just uh, start. I'll try to make this real quick. uh, uh, We we started out about, uh, I'm going to say around about 18 years ago, we were with the uh, Pennsylvania Bigfoot Society. It was just something we was always really interested in. And... uh, and we with, was with a couple other groups also, but uh, what what it wound up being is one day I was at my griddle. Uh, well, she, my wife bought me, Carrie bought me a griddle about a year and a half ago, and uh, it, it kind of changed my life. And I, I, I just kind of took off with it. It was a lot of fun cooking on it and things like that. And uh, I was sitting there, and I, I thought, you know, of the, the two things that I was really interested in was uh, cooking and uh the paranormal and my brain works well, kind of funny, but I wanted to smash them together. And my, my boys make fun of me about that. How I always want to put two things together that don't really match. <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, we decided to make a, um, a cooking show plus, uh, paranormal, uh, where we kind of, you know, touch in on, uh, how to, how to, how to cook or ways to use the griddle and also show, uh, some of our adventures in the uh, paranormal realm. So we are going to have a cookbook in the future as well. So that's exciting. And our boy, um, Isaac Rupert, is a part of our group, and he's our skeptic. And then uh, we also have Gavin Wolfgang, who he's our IT guy and um, and also um, one of our researchers in the making. So we got to get some young people involved. So any young people out there, please, you know, by all means, get out in the woods and enjoy what's out there. Yeah, so... I think uh, first I want to just say I've looked at the pictures uh, on Facebook, Paranormal Gridler. Uh, I'm a follower. Anyone can be a follower. So we encourage you to do that. But the pastrami sandwich looked great. Oh, can you tell us about it? Yeah, it was delicious. Um, I can't take credit for all my recipes. I, I watch a lot of cooking shows sure. and, and things like that. But uh, um, that that one was pretty amazing. I didn't think it would go together as well as it did. Um, but it was uh, pastrami and then you you top it with uh, cheddar cheese, a sharp cheddar, and uh, <clears throat> pickles, mustard, of course. And it was done all on Texas toast, and it's pretty rocking. Uh, 
and what we use to toast the uh, bread itself is instead of using butter, I used uh, mayonnaise, which it really does give the bread, bread a, a really nice, even toast to it. So. Yeah, no. Well, so it looked delicious. My only regret is I didn't ask for any samples, uh, knowing that you're going to be my guest. So we will have to get together and, and cook for you. Well, he will. I'm not a good cook. That's why it's Griddler. <laughs> That's why it's the paranormal griddler, right? That's right. <laughs> right. So, um, a serious question for you. Um, Bigfoot, he's a very much a part of our culture. He is in ads. <clears throat> he's talked about a lot. There have been many shows about him. Your opinion, is he real? I believe he is. Uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I've never seen him. Mm. Um but I've had a lot of experiences that uh, tend to make well, that make me feel that he is a, a real creature. Um, again, like I said, I'm not one to. I, I never got to to see the creature itself. I consider myself one of the unluckies. But uh, um, we've well in our adventures, we've heard like um, different howls or calls we'd hear in the woods and uh, and. We've got to experience like rock throwing, um, log throwing at you, yeah, yeah. So, and that was in southern Ohio, uh, and uh, just just our experiences make us think, believe that he's real. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, at first, I wasn't sure. We were always interested in um, the phenomenon, and um, and so at first, I was like, ah, you know. Um, and and one thing I was always kind of a skeptic of is is this a flesh and blood uh, animal? Is it part human? You know, none of us know yet. Um, but uh, it was always something like um, we ended up. You know, other people had said like maybe it, it could be alien. It could be a spiritual thing. And um, at first I was like. Yeah, I don't know about that, but we've definitely had a lot of things happen up in the sky, and then shortly after, um, we've had evidence and and things happen to us um, out in the woods um, right right after that makes you think that honestly, you know, I do think that this could be something, you know, definitely from another Another dimension. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, another dimension, another Mm -hmm. world. Absolutely. So tell us, uh, tell me, um, there have been some stories that you can share with us. Uh, some of this has happened around here. It's not too far that you have to go. Yeah, we did a lot of work up in uh, Rock. <clears throat> Excuse me. Did a lot of work up in Rockton and uh, up on the mountain. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, uh, a lot of historical sightings that we were looking into and, uh, um one of them being that we spent about two weeks up there solid being uh what we believe we we had uh, rocks thrown at us um we also saw uh self-illuminating orbs flying through the i mean down in the tree line uh about eye level actually uh it looked like lightning bugs that were stuck on um we even took a uh, catholic priest out uh with us um and when he left that night uh, he said, this is definitely something spiritual. Um, the sighting that we were working on was, uh, we got a call and we were working on, a 
it was a uh, hunter and his son was out and they across this one power line that ran through the woods they saw a um what they were talking about uh, saying it was an adult sasquatch and a juvenile and they watched it cross the power line and uh What's really cool about this is is whenever you talk to the witnesses and things, uh, you can see a lot of times you can see you know that how it has affected them and you know and it, for the most part that it's changed your life. Um, but um, so we we went there and that's why we were there first off and and uh, while we were there uh, we were it wound up we were out there at night uh, must have been about mm, I, I would say about midnight and. Uh, all of a sudden, we could hear rocks coming through the top of the trees, and you, you could hear them like zipping through, like it was coming horizontally at us, and um, you could hear them coming through the trees and 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 hitting the leaves and stuff like that. And they were actually hitting uh, where we were positioned at. There was an, a fence uh, put up behind us, and you could hear the fence, uh, the the rocks actually hitting the fence. And uh, one of the things that came through our head whenever we were doing that was, okay, so we must be around acorns. Uh, so we looked, and there was no uh, trees that produced the acorns in that area. Um, and uh, that happened for, well, quite a while. As a matter of fact, one of the people that was out with us started wearing a hard hat uh, whenever we went out. Um, I uh, always said that, you know, either somebody's really messing with us or, or something's really out here, but there was no reason for anybody to know that we were there. We didn't make it public and, and, uh, we kind of was, you know, uh, went under the radar as far as going out there and things like that. So we've gone to this area quite a few times just to see, you know, um, and we had other witnesses come forward who had actually seen, um, seen lights in the sky like it would make a pendulum um also um a figure eight um and then change colors which we did get to witness that um but then yes but then what happened um they they ended up these witnesses ended up having this creature come up to them while they were out there so they took us back out and um we were i was home base and we had um we get together we have such a great community for bigfooting um we get together with other groups and they went out with us and we we first we scaled the area and combed the area for anything we did uh, find some freshwater mussels um which was kind of strange because the dubois reservoir is the only um closest place for water yeah, sure. Uh, um, the the as far as the freshwater, uh, what she was saying is uh, freshwater mussels uh, shells, and uh, we were probably about, I would say, about five miles uh, from the Dubois Reservoir. So everybody asked, you know, what what does a Bigfoot, uh, what, what could a creature like that eat? Whatever that, and I and I believe it's a a creature of you know it, it will eat whatever it needs to eat, you know, uh, whatever it can find uh, to sustain that size. And, uh, well, anyway, we, we were walking in the woods up there. And like I said, we were about five miles away from the uh, reservoir. And what we started finding was shells, uh, the freshwater mussel shells laying all over the forest floor. And, uh, it, it was like something, well, it's almost like somebody sat down and had a, a picnic, uh, you know, and just was throwing things out. And, uh, it was, to us, it was, a, a an interesting find because, uh, I, I believe that, you know, it took advantage of that, that resource for food and, uh, yeah. So, so, um, these, these witnesses that we met with, um, so 
at night then we all got out uh, Dave had his call blaster and uh, you know where we will try whatever we need to you know in order to you know see if we can get something you know and some evidence of the creature because we think these creatures are very um, curious and so um, we I had a fire and and it was like 2 a.m. and the fire was about out we got into our vehicles um, and um, all these different teams everybody had walkie-talkies so uh, we decided to um, do a baby call which I know sounds a little you know inhumane but whatever curiosity will bring in you know so we tried this baby call and um, and we ended up getting activity um i was in the truck and um i heard the witnesses behind me in their vehicle screaming here she had been out um squatting next to the car to use a restroom and her husband was pushing her back into the back seat because um the creature was right beside us so of course um i i uh, stood up you know, through the moonroof and tried to get pictures and I'm looking and I did hear something very heavy go past my truck and they're like, there it is, there it is. And at first I was like, Dave, get a picture of it, you know, whatever, wherever his team was. They said, no, it's beside your truck. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is awesome. So (laughs) I tried to get a picture, didn't, but whatever it was sounded very heavy. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't get any, um, any type of prints or anything like that um but what we did do is um we have found like um shelters that we think maybe these um creatures uh, make which um it's pretty amazing there's like x's that big trees that make an x and if we follow those we found um and other researchers have found we found two of them and a a total of five up um in the black moshannon area Um, And so these things are amazing. Our family of four could stand underneath them. And all the trees are actually planted in, in, uh, in, in the ground still. And it literally... And who else could do this is bring all those trees together at the top and, and intertwine them. Um, and it, it, and, and they just have, they have them all planted and it's like, a, it's like a tent, you know, and it, it kind of looked like a, a big igloo in just to, to clarify, um, the, the trees were in a circle, I would say about probably about a 10 foot radius and they were all brought into the center where it did it made like kind of like an igloo shape uh, which was really interesting I mean a lot of these things we can account to or we could say it was weather that possibly made it happen but uh, this one here was really different Um, uh, it it intertwined everything together at the very top which we couldn't even reach because we're too short you know so um it, it, it was it was um, pretty amazing. So just some things to look at. We did find another one in Ohio, but it was man-made. Um, someone knew that we were heading up there, and um, there was a conference, and they you could see where they cut off um, all the trees. Well, and, that and Bigfoot yeah. learned how to tie a really nice square knot. Yes, too. and we were <laughs> scout leaders for seven years, so we know. like. <laughs> so you can tell the difference is what you're telling us. And also, like, because of that, Dave, I – would assume that Bigfoot is a big, big creature. Do we know anything about like the potential heights or? Well, yeah. I mean, when when you talk to people, and I, and I, we've talked to a lot now at this point, uh, and uh, it ranges 
and we're talking full-grown adult, uh, anywhere from eight foot to I even heard eleven foot, five hundred pounds. Um, so it, it's it's hard to bite into the fact that something like that could be around. I mean, I I, I understand skeptics, I really do. Uh, but I, I'm going to tell you honestly, I, I've been up, we've been up in Benazette quite a lot, and uh, just driving around, and we were in the back roads one day. And about 100 yards from our truck, we watched a herd of elk go across the road. Sure. And I said, to, just, as, just as soon as they got across that road, I said, let's go up. I want to see them in the woods. And so we drove up to them right where they went in, and you can't find them no more. These things are, these animals are built to, 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 to be hidden. Uh, it's just part of what they are. And uh, so at that point, I really realized, wow, something honestly could be out there and stay hidden. We'd never see it. But. Yeah, and I think with that, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take our break, but we will come back and continue this very fascinating conversation. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. We're sitting here with Carrie and Dave Rupert. They are the Paranormal Griddler. Uh, they have a full team. Uh, I'm talking with them. I know they've met with a lot of many researchers. They've gone out all over uh, our area and different parts of Ohio and other places. Um, we want to cover a couple of things, but one thing, uh, I want to continue with your stories. I find them fascinating. So you were telling us, uh, we were talking about how big Bigfoot might be. Mm-hmm. Um, any other stories you can share with us? Like, have you seen footprints? Have you seen anything that suggests, yeah? Well, yeah. Uh, actually, I'm going to let Carrie take this one, but uh, we were in, um, I believe we were, where the heck were we? Well, okay, you, you want to talk about the Punxsutawney one. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead and tell them about the Punxsutawney story. This was recent. Yeah, yeah this is a recent story um, that we just uh, met up with a witness. Um, so it happened uh, 10 years ago, uh, but when we went out with him, um, what had happened is him and a, a, a friend of his and his girlfriend at the time were out, and they were trying to, um, you know, just do some research on their own um, uh, for, for uh, ghosts. And when they went to the area that they had kn- known that someone had passed and um, were, you know, researching there, um, they actually had their vehicle grabbed by the back bumper and... Um, they didn't know what was going on. They thought something was wrong with the car. And so, you know, he had put down the gas and um, it literally pulled the car backwards by the back bumper and started to, you know, make the shocks go and up and down and up and down, almost like it was like sitting and, and pushing it down and up. 
then pushed the car over toward an embankment um, in into the woods. And he did end up teetering a bit, you know, over the embankment, which was, um, you know, unnerving. Um, he ended up fainting um, because of this incident at the time. And so his best friend, um, you know, pushed him aside and took over the driver's seat. And, um, and then he put down the, um, the brake and put the brake and then put it in reverse and, you know, to get out of the situation. So they were able to, to do that, but, um, they just, they had a handprint on the back of the bumper, which is awesome. Um, they did get a picture of it, but the girlfriend has it and they ended up, um, getting married and divorced. So we can't get that unfortunately, but, um, it's a great story. We were just doing, um, we were just doing um, a volunteer event here at the uh, Dubois City Park. And while we were there, we were talking about this, this investigation that we had done. And one of the people that were there um, came up to us after and the friend in the car was actually her son, which was amazing. And she said he came home so unnerved. And um, she said he, she's a hunter. And he said, Mom, please do not go over there and hunt anymore. So um, it, that's a very, very good story. Yeah, no, that's quite the story and very interesting. Uh, you did bring it up, Carrie. I want to talk about for a minute uh, the good that you do also through this. Uh, I want to make sure I get the title right. You were at the park for Sasquatch Out Cancer? Yep, Squatch Out Cancer. So, yep, for the American Cancer Society. I'm actually a part of a part of that team. So I, I enjoy volunteering my time for such a good cause and trying to find a, a cure for and cancer. I, and I understand Dave may have been Bigfoot for that event. Yes. <laughs> I was big for that, and, and it was very hot. I'm uh, sure it yep. was. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I should note that the second annual Jefferson County Bigfoot and Paranormal Expo is coming up. It's at Renlow Park, Reynoldsville, uh, on Saturday, August 26th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, Paranormal Gridler, the team will be there. Yes. You guys are going to be speaking, right? Yeah, we'll we'll be uh, speaking on on uh, uh, Bigfoot and other phenomena, you know, yep. such as ghosts, UFOs, things like that. Yep, we look into everything. So if anybody ever has um, any type of you know um, witnesses anything they can't explain, or wants to get together and share some, you know a story they've had in the past, um, you can look on uh, us up on Facebook. On Paranormal Gridler. Also, we have Paranormal Gridler at Gmail. If you do want to share a story and want us to look into it with you, and um, and we also are the county chapter leads for the Pennsylvania Bigfoot Project. Mm -hmm. So we cover Elk, Jefferson, and Clearfield County. So um, yep, we've had lots of activity in all of these areas, and we would love to meet up with you. So please don't be shy. Yeah, don't be shy, and I know you said it earlier, you're looking for young people to maybe get involved, and that's a good way to learn some things. And uh, look, I said before we came on the show, we've got about two minutes left, so I want to give it to you. T tell us anything you want to. Well, for, first I would like to do a shout-out uh, also to a, a group that we are a part of, and and. Uh, and uh, we think a lot of these people, it's Brian and Terry Siege. They're from uh, West Virginia. It's the Center for Cryptozoological Studies. Um, they were uh, pretty much our, our mentors. And uh, any questions we ever had, uh, you know, we were able to go to them. Uh, they've been in this for a long time. 
since early 1980s, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even before that. But uh, yeah, that, that's that was a good. You know, I just wanted to make sure I, I did mention that. So no, uh, I think that's wonderful. I think we yeah. probably have about a minute or so left. Should people be afraid, or do you think it's just something that might be with us? Or well, I don't think I don't think you should be afraid. Uh, I think you should treat it like any other animal, though. If you are lucky enough to run into one, uh, I don't think uh, I wouldn't recommend uh, corner cornering it or anything like that. Just uh, keep your distance. Um, I think that's fair. I think someone who might be eleven feet tall, five hundred pounds, you might not want to try to corner. But <laughs> right. I yeah. I can appreciate that advice. Listen, I want to thank the paranormal griddler. Uh, Carrie and Dave Rupert, uh, we appreciate you, and uh, we look forward to seeing you at uh, Reynoldsville, and we'll definitely have you back on the show someday. And thank you for having us, Michael, and also Sunny 106. We love your your station. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. And uh, all right, listeners, have a wonderful day. I'm Michael Clement with Contact on Connect FM.